We have a saying around here. Oh yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? No Brains, No Headache podcast episode 167 starts right about meow. Welcome. My name is Jordan Weichel. I'm your host today. Glad to be here. Happy to meet you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm joined with my co-host, longtime friend, confidant, and what appears to be raging alcoholic, <laughs> a man drinking out of a bat currently, Matt Ongo Cleary. How the heck are you? Good. I got this, and I was like, there's no reason why I don't bring back the booze bag this week. So we got some very cheap vodka mixed with some sparkling water. Fruit punch, I see. Zero sugar with vitamins and antioxidants. Really getting after it today. You're getting back to your roots. That's funny because we will be talking about a drunkenness and sobriety later on in the show. Matt and I just going back and forth for about the next... I don't know, 60 to 90 minutes, and Matt splashed himself in the face <laughs> trying to drink from the bat. This is that bat, your first time? Yeah, this bat's awesome, but it is just wildly inconvenient. Is it your first time drinking out of said bat? Yeah. And you thought you'd be cool, thought it'd be funny, and I saw yeah. a prank, maybe start a new trend. It's not looking great. Horrible reviews. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool that like it can't be bad, but it, it could be hell of a lot better. Yeah, I mean, it looks, it's like a pink drink. I see your ice is already I didn't uh, put a lot of ice melting. in it, and I put the ice in it like an hour ago, so. Hmm. A little bit watered down. Yep, watered down. That's all right. We're going to get into Cleary's comments. That's the segment where we banter about random things. As always, we have Facebook Marketplace to jib-jab about. It's No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. Let's party. Did you ever play the license plate game? Uh, try to get all the license plates yeah. from all 50 states, of course. So I've been doing this thing. Pre-tech. Pre yeah. Uh, I've just been, every time I see a license plate that isn't like North or South Dakota or Minnesota or Montana, I text one of my friends about it and it's pissing him off to like a new degree. I've been doing it for like two weeks and he just does not like it. It's kind of a little bit autistic, but it is kind of fun. That just that's you in a nutshell right there. I got a Kansas today. Really? Or yeah. Do you have like a, a sheet you're keeping tabs on or maybe an app on the phone? I would just have to go back through my text because I just text Scott like every day after work what I saw. Hmm. He's getting mad at this point. I wish you the best of luck on Hawaii and Alaska. I did. Get, I already got it to Hawaii. A hickey, a hacky? Yeah, I think if I got like a Guam or a Puerto Rico, I might just throw up on myself it's like collecting quarters except there's no value in what you're doing whatsoever and there isn't with the quarters except for what the quarters are worth like did you have one of those like maps growing up yes. that was like there, oh. there's books there's books of quarters and it's like you take if you took those to like a pawn shop be like hey what's all this worth i got all 50 quarters they'd be like they just count all the quarters up <laughs> yeah 12 bucks why not i mean are we becoming a pawn shop podcast, would I don't you know. say? I, I don't like going into pawn shops, but every once in a while I'll dabble. 
Yeah, we had a comedian from Fargo, David Standall, on last week. So check out episode 166, rather, if you haven't already, and you can get the update on the pawn shop latest. Uh, Matt, does this have anything to do with your shows you're rec- you've been watching recently? Um, no, but I was, like, thinking about it. I watched a couple good ones. I watched that Bishop Sycamore documentary on HBO. I haven't gotten there yet. It's pretty wild, but like it's not like anything you already don't know about it. It's just like, wow, this guy sucks. I feel like I don't know much about it besides just kind of the whole overall idea of the story of this fake school. And I feel like that's what the documentary is for. I would put it more on ESPN for like somehow these guys got onto ESPN. I would definitely put it more on ESPN because a simple Google search would have given you the fact that this school doesn't exist. Bobby, it's me, your daddy, Roberto. Daddy? You know, I've seen you on the ESPN. They definitely had some Bobbies on their team, <laughs> but terrible at football. Oh. Uh, like one guy got into grambling, and he's like, oh, this is going to turn my life around. And they're like, oh, never mind. You didn't go to a real high school. I'm like, oh, dick okay. punch. Spoiler alert. Matt has spoilers for you. Uh, I haven't really watched anything new, but I came across Rules of Engagement as a mindless sitcom to watch just kind of in the background or as you fall asleep. It's featuring the guy who says, I don't know, I got fucking wasted last night. Yeah, and it's, uh, let's see here, actually. It's just, I mean, call me a terrible person, but the first thing I noticed was just a lot of cleavage for some reason in, in the casting of this. The whole cast, everyone's just... Got the cleave. They're like in Cleveland. I'll be the judge of that. Rules of engagement, you said? Yeah. Apparently, I have. Okay. It is a 2007 sitcom. Rules of engagement. David Spade's in it. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, very raunchy. Um, yeah. Lots going on. Is it good? It's like pretty much rules of engaging in sex, I feel like. A lot of sex talk. But, yeah, it's pretty funny, I guess. Does David Spade show any cleavage? He doesn't, per se. Not that I've seen yet, but I, I'm, I'm still rather new. Dude, it's still. a pretty good cast. Still rather green, but yeah, you asked. That's what I've been watching lately. Uh, I also, and, of course, Crushing Survivor. <laughs> as one does. I've, been, I've rewatched Psych and Silicon Valley like 65 times. Um I watched like the first little bit of this like documentary series, docu series, if you will, on uh, it's called Telemarketers on HBO. Kudos on the pronunciation, by the way. And uh, there's just one part of it that uh, essentially it's about a guy who works at a telemarketing station that they sell stickers for like supporting local PDs, and then they pocket the money. And their number one salesman is a heroin addict. And he, he, they're interviewing him, and he's like, yeah, I did 10 years in jail because I basically threw a bunch of pot seeds on the side of a highway, and it was a pretty busy highway, and and they gave me, throw the book at me, and someone's like, uh, I think you're kind of playing that down a little bit. The report here says you planted 48 pounds of marijuana seeds. And he's like, well, well whatever. And I was like, oh, just planting it's illegal now? Come on. Or was, I guess. He's like, oh, they weren't even supposed to grow. And I was like, if you plant 48 pounds of enough seeds, you're going to get at least a couple plants. 
Uh, if it's on the side of a highway, I can't imagine it being any good. I mean, you go over to Mandan, North Dakota, and that's essentially what all the sides of the highways are. Mandan, North Dakota, all the way. I don't know. That just seems ridiculous. Is it any true? 48 pounds? How do they do that? Do they chop it down, weigh it? Apparently, that's what he bought. And then, like, they found it, and then they found out, like, what he bought and shit. This guy's just bananas. Sounds banana lands to me. What do you got for me? Episode 167. Do you watch any of the Little League World Series? Uh, a little bit. Uh, it's not too much. I there was a freaking sweet walk-off last night, a okay. couple nights ago, to win it. The U.S. beat the Caribbean or something. I don't even like Ciroc, which I thought was a type of booze, was the Caribbean team. Hmm. Um, but they had a sweet walk-off, but... What I got out of the whole situation is they always play the Little League World Series game. And one of the players had a bat that was painted like a pencil. Okay, I did see that. And I was like, they need to do that more. Because there is like some huge missed opportunities what they could have. Like having a traffic cone bat. A, a lightsaber. A bomb pop would be fucking awesome, especially if like if it was like a Patrick Wisdom who's either gonna strike out or hit one four hundred and ninety feet. The Savannah Bananas could get a banana bat. That would be a good one. And have it curved too. Uh, one I had was a rocket launcher. I don't know how you'd do it, but it'd be sweet just because like you hit one a mile. Um, uh, a Bic highlighter, like if you had like an orange or like a yellow Bic, and then it like had Bic on it or something. All sorts of. Marketing opportunities. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you could sell the bat and be like, well, here he goes up with his erasable pen that went out of style in 2004 because they didn't actually erase. Hmm. Uh, or a wiffle ball bat, like just the yellow, I think would be sweet. Yellow? I just think it's a missed opportunity because you don't really see a lot of color. Like, Barry Bonds had kind of one that was like black and a hot brown. Dog. Hot dog would be sweet. This is just reminding me of the scene in Superbad where he gets caught drawing a bunch of different dicks and then he can't eat all the foods and he's like, all the best foods are shaped like dicks. A Subway sandwich. That'd be bat. a good one. Like, yeah, if you could sponsor out the bat. People would make so much money. That's a million dollar idea, man. You just gave it to all of our loyal listeners out no, there. No, MLB would never allow it because it involves fun. Pro tip. We're going to start it. We're going to start it on a small scale. Like Upper Midwest men's slow pitch recreational softball. Maybe get it into some like wood bat leagues of guys that just aren't letting it go. Be like, you know what? I come back. I'm playing for my city league team. Just advertise to their baby mama. Yeah, in the stands. <laughs> just put door to door flyers on a trailer park. Yeah, we actually got a lot of hits on that one. He promised her the MLB. <laughs> now he's in the North Dakota league. They end up, our bats just end up being used for a bunch of crimes. Yeah, some guy wielding a pencil bat just beat the shit out of, like, six guys outside of a dive bar. I don't know, maybe now I'm out on it. I was on it, now I'm not, I'm out on it. And Matt is taking down the old, uh, the bat of booze. And you can watch him do that by checking out our YouTube. Matt's in charge of the YouTube. How's it going? What do you think of YouTube? I don't know, it's a... It was going awesome, and then we kind of hit a wall. All right, guys, let's stop hitting a wall. Go check out our YouTube right now. 
subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. And I bet if you like take a screenshot of it and send it to Matt, he will probably reward you in some way. He's a generous man, okay? Free TJs. Uh, if yep. you got to ask, you can't afford it. OTPHJs. OTPZ. Moving on, Matt? Yep. Well, I'm glad that you started out the episode with boozing uh, out of a bat, that is. Bat boozing. Matt is drinking out of a bat. And I'm glad that the other week you were like, I'm getting back to my roots of drinking more. I'm like, fantastic. This place great. Uh, because today, the day of recording that is, uh, we got July 28th. This will be out July 29th. You may be listening uh, whenever and wherever, but the case, what no matter what, is today is first day of my my sobriety of a month. I'm going off the drinks for an entire month. You want a beer? I'm good. Thank okay. you. You got any NAs in there? I do. No, I don't. If you pull out an NA from the fridge right now, I will shotgun it. <laughs> Are you going to drink NA beers? I, I haven't decided yet. The, the situation has not presented itself to have a non-alcoholic beer. I mean, the one time I've ever been in a bar where I wasn't drinking, I think I got a Coke. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to really experiment with the soda pops. I might even mix a few soda pops. Can I get that kamikaze, just one of whatever's in the gun? It's going like going through the BK Lounge drive through and it's just like ordering 10 different soda pops in your cup. This jackass that I see on TikTok, he always goes like mixes random booze and stuff. And he's like, oh, let's pick a random drink from Sonic. And he goes up and he all he orders from the Sonic drive through. He's just like, can I get one random drink? You choose whatever. It doesn't matter. If I worked at that Sonic, I would give him a goddamn water. Don't come up to me and order a random drink. I'll I'm, give him the unsweetened tea that's in like the side thing. That's been si- that's been sitting no there. <laughs> that's no been ice. sitting there for like three years because no one drinks it. Then what does he do? Does he mix booze in with it? Yeah, he's like mix a random whiskey and a random drink from Sonic, and then he goes to the store and he like covers his eyes and points around and like points to a random whiskey. It's like Evan Williams peach whiskey mixed with a strawberry slushy. Who the hell are you, man? Isaac fucking Newton. Uh, sounds ridiculous, but I, I hate him. There, there's a few stipulations here. So I do work at a rum and moonshine distillery, and part of my job is sampling booze. So there is a loophole because I've already <laughs> sampled booze today, as of today. But I will keep track of my samples. We're going to talk about it every week on the podcast. The reason I'm doing it really is just to challenge myself, a little change of pace. Had a lot of fun this summer. Maybe got to back off a little bit and just try something new. Switch it up a bit. Get out of my comfort zone, perhaps. But I'm going to try it nonetheless. That sounds... Uh, are yeah. you going to put some financial... Are you going to put some dough down, Matt? No. Bet on the shit? Because I don't care. Why not? Because you get the easiest out of all time. You get a sample shit during the day. Okay, but it's less than an ounce, less than a half ounce. Like today when I sampled, it's literally one-fifth of an ounce sample cup, and I like had leftover. I just take a teeny little sip and try it and smell it. Oh, so if I was addicted to heroin and I was trying to cut heroin off, I could have just a little bit of heroin, right? It would probably help you wean off (laughs) of it. You could get deathly sick (laughs) off of heroin, Matt. Do you know what the hell you're talking about? It wasn't a great... um, 
comparison. But I, yeah, if you're getting off of heroin, <laughs> a little bit of heroin would probably help. Okay, so for a month that you do that, I will not drink a water. <laughs> I haven't had any water today. This wait, co- coffee counts as water because it's like made from water. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And vodka, there's some water in it. So what are you doing for a month? Yeah, you you started something there. I won't eat in bed. Okay, dude. There's no chance on this. Or there's, something? No, there's no chance I can do that. Let's see how long you can go sober from eating in bed. Okay, I'll try. I, I might fail tonight. I ate pistachios in bed the other day. Yeah, that's pretty dangerous. It did not go well. I woke up and there was one like on my back and I had to like peel it off and I could see in the mirror that I just had this pistachio <laughs> mark. Should have got it tatted up. Dude, they're so addicting though. Yeah. You should give up pistachios for a month. Good luck with that. Yeah, I have a bag of pistachios. That'd be the worst thing ever. <laughs> and they're so fucking expensive. Beef jerky and pistachios, I don't know what happened to their families early in life, but why are they so expensive? It's just a hot commodity. I, I don't know. Apparently, it's rare and takes time. I have no idea. But uh, apparently, this is known as a California sober because uh, I'd say cannabis products are fair game over the next month. Uh, nothing in the airways besides oxygen is also another rule. And um, I'll keep track of my samples to keep... To, so you don't have a, your panties in a bunch. Literally today, I took one half ounce of rum. You can't do any sample. drugs? I just said cannabis products are fair game. Oh, okay. But then the whole... That would be marijuana, nothing, THC, whatever you like Nothing to call it. in the nostrils except for air. Matt, nothing gets by you, buddy. Thank you for clarifying. I'm lost on this, like... It's called the play on words. It's called getting creative with your words. Yeah, you I'm picked just the trying wrong to crack dude. a joke. I'm stupid. Just, just trying to be funny, yet inspirational. So if you want to take your booze break with me, do it. I've actually had a few people, that when I tell them I'm, I'm doing this as of today, um, that they're like, oh, I should take September off too. And I'm doing it today because we do have a comedy show on Friday, September 29th here in Bismarck. Uh, so those of you in the area, if you want to come, we'll have tickets on sale for that. But uh, I just yeah, I just was like, I'm going to take a little break and then celebrate my longtime success a whole month, man. That's pretty wild. Uh, hopefully I can do it. I think you can do it. I think I can do it, too. It's yeah. just going to be like a little, just a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit weird, and maybe some situations probably would help if I don't get myself in situations like going to a bar, but... Still invite me to the bar. I'll still still want the invites to come. I mean, I'm not trying to lose my social life here, but taking <laughs> yeah, a break. I went sober drinks. for a month. And I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it happening. Dude, that would happen to me 100%. I, like, don't go like, social if I'm not. Episode 169. Yeah, we're, this has been fun, guys. We're going to call it quits <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> Jordan's doing it remote. He just doesn't have any will to live. <laughs> uh cruise life have you ever been on a cruise no i was thinking about so some lady right now is living on a cruise ship because she found out it's like cheaper than like renting in new york or something or california don't play no shit so she's literally living on a cruise ship and she works from home from a cruise ship that's fine part of me thinks that's awesome 
Part of me thinks that would be the grungiest living of all time. Depending on your living situation, yes. And it could also get rather tiring, but I could I could see the, the joy you could take in that. I don't know if I could live on a cruise ship because there is a casino within walking distance. But I mean, depending, but what if you have, you know, a bunch of disposable income because your expenses are so low because you're fucking working on a, while you're on a cruise ship. Well, if and then all your food, I'm pretty sure when you like buy a cruise is included, you just have to pay for your booze. So like if you had some self-control, I do not. It would be awesome. Of self-control from eating too much? That too. I get a little. Or gamb- are you, do you mean the gambling? Gambling, booze, okay. and eating too much because, wow, I would be fat as shit. Well, more fat. fat. drunk, and broke. <laughs> a dangerous combination. <laughs> that was me the other day. <laughs> Yeah, dude, last night I had four smash burgers at family dinner. <laughs> <laughs> My sister-in-law was like, hey, I got this cookie dough that you're supposed to be able to eat. Anyone want dessert? I'm like, I just had four smash burgers and then thought if I ate like all of the Caesar salad we made, it would cancel it out. And I feel worse than ever. Well, I, I went to a wedding dance recently and like where the food was was completely away from like the dance and there's a bathroom nearby. <laughs> and I just kept going back and eating donuts and cupcakes. So it was like, oh. It was like looking around. Is anybody around? And then I got busted one time. They're like, what are you up to? I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Nothing. And I'm eating a donut over the garbage because I know I, I'm just kind I of. did that at DJ P-Rack's wedding. They had pizza. And I was like a little drunk. So I was like, I want fucking food. And it was like you had to walk through the dance floor, so I'd like walk through the dance floor, like just pretending slip to on da- a spilled beer, just <laughs> <laughs> pretending to dance. And then I would just go grab like four slices of pizza and then walk around the dance floor, just dude, <sighs> hogging Dawson down pizza. That's one of my favorite power moves is when you're at a, a wedding dance and you have to get from A to B, but there's a dance floor in between, so you do the whole like I'm gonna dance my way through this. Yeah, great, fantastic. Until you forget and like 20 minutes goes by and you're just pouring sweat from dancing. Yeah. And once again, was reminded that a red eye room is just a concept unbeknownst to the rest of the world besides fucking central North Dakota, apparently. I will say it like the day after a red eye room, I'm like, I'm never drinking again. Yeah. Because you're just loading up on very (laughs) poorly made alcohol with a shitload of sugar. Dude, your mom's red eye is really good. Yeah, it's good. It's not going to make you feel very oh, good yeah. in the morning. But, like, and then after a couple of days go by, you're like, can't wait till the next time I run into a red-eye room. Well, yeah. It wasn't a thing, but I was reminded that people don't know what that is. In college, my roommate got married, or his uh, sister got married, and he got all the leftover red-eye from the red-eye room. That is dangerous. And there was, like, I think we had 30 bottles of just, like, most of it was, like, the red flavor because no one drank it. So yeah, like, the fucking cough syrup flavor. Yeah, there was, like, 20 of that. So, oh, I just was singing, jump up and shout <laughs> now. hey oh, hey oh. That's how you get to that point is you load up on fucking riot punch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and for, like, at least a month straight, what we'd do is just play NCAA football, and if, like, if you threw a pick... 
or gave up a touchdown, you had to take a shot of this red eye. And there are times where it'd be like, well, I'm down 49-0 and I've thrown six picks and you're just covered in vomit. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family and have some real problems? Love is in the air. The weddings bring it out. Uh, what else do we got today? Oh, is it my turn? Yep. This is no brains, no addict podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't know don't how we went know from cruise life to the red eye room. The worst transitions mm. in the game, but the best pro tips and power moves. And I'm about to bring one up. Matt, we talked about it this weekend. You were pretty ham sauced. I'm not sure if you remember this, but we're going to bring back pantsing. Oh, yeah. Matt full on tried to depants me. I had the belt nice and tug around the waist. He did not succeed, but kind of half got somebody else. Are we bringing back pantsing? I would I would be a game for it. But it's all it's all fun and games so you get the till underwear until you get pants. <laughs> yeah, or until you get the underwear and someone's hanging dong in public. Isn't that the whole objective? <laughs> There was always one time in gym class growing up that the weird kid that was like, yeah, I'll try to pants people, and he pants them, and it's just <laughs> underwear comes down in front of the whole class. Oh, my sweet Jesus. You don't recover from that. That's why I'm the way I am. Yeah, just constantly have to walk around with like a, with a semi-chub <laughs> just in case. Dude, going to a Catholic school, the constant boners were the worst part about it. Oh, man church boners oh we have to go to communion right now hmm. <laughs> and it's the worst because you're walking into a room with a priest <laughs> that is gonna give the wrong message you're doing the walk up to <laughs> communion i mean it happened you have to wear fucking uniforms Hormones raging, you know, uniforms and hormones. I'll tell you where do the, it to a guy. The pranks came out the most was flag football practice of the pantsing. Yeah, and another prank that I will call table topping. Okay, please explain more. <laughs> when you kneel down behind <laughs> someone, <laughs> and then someone goes in front of them, pushes them over. You motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. <laughs> Table topping. <laughs> I, I almost want to bring that. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so fun. But I remember from our fourth or third grade to fourth yeah, yeah. grade year, they had to talk to all the parents because we, I, I'm pretty sure our team taught it. Like, we did it to our coach and everything. He hated us. He played for the boys, the Cowboys. <laughs> and uh, the next year, they had, to, they, had to, they had to tell parents that we couldn't do it because some kid on another team did it to his coach and he snapped his arm in half. <laughs> yeah. See, I was about to say I would rather bring – I'm almost more for bringing that back because it's so funny. Like, <laughs> but that it's also we're getting old, so it's like if we do it to our friends, it's like – yeah, Timmy doesn't have health insurance. <laughs> the table topping turned into a $4,500 bill. <laughs> Whoops. Or, or it's like someone holding a drink and you just do it at a bar. <laughs> Dude, you could get really creative with table topping. 
but also like you when you're younger and a lot more idiotic so to speak it's a lot more understandable at our age you know our young adult lives you don't know how somebody's gonna react to that and just easily get pissed they just, I would get at a s- wedding they just spill their drink all over them i can see it what would you be more mad if you got table topped or pants Depending. Let me ask you guys, let me ask you guys. Beatles, Stones, on the count of three. One, two, three. All in. Beatles. You. I don't care. I'd rather be tabletop. <laughs> as long as I don't snap my arm in half. I'm just going to fall gracefully. Hopefully, hopefully I don't get concussed. How about that guy ends, being up, concussion ends up in the hospital? What happened? Well, I was volunteering for my kid to be this flag football coach. <laughs> and Trevor went behind me and... Timothy pushed me over, and I snapped my right arm in half. <laughs> Pantsing's got to come back, though. I, I would be all in for that. Also, table topping is <laughs> is something I, I want to bring back, and if it happens to me, I would be okay with it. Yeah, what else you got? Oh, penis game. Ooh, yep. Um, another one that Last is... Last time you played? Uh, Rapid City 2004. Good year. Uh, 2006. Also great year. I'm also not allowed at the Rapid City mini putt-putt place anymore <laughs> for that reason. Um, Playing the penis game, great. I think yep. we need to bring it back in very heavily populated public places. Yeah, see, that's just where I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, that's the best place to do it. That's also pantsing. You should play the penis game, who and gets, then here's what you do. So who gets in re- arrested for <laughs> who gets arrested for indecent exposure? If I pants you and your dongs out in public, okay, here's what here's is it the pantser Matt, or the pants? Matt, you need to listen. Okay, I have a great idea. We just came up with it accidentally. Yeah, fire up another vodka. There you go. I think I could sample that vodka. <laughs> Jump up and shout now. All right, here's what we're going to do. Very public place. We're with our idiot friends. This $9.99. Okay, we're bringing that when we do this, what I'm talking about. After my sobriety break, we need to get into a public place with a lot of very stupid friends. No offense to them if they're listening. Anyway, what we do is we tell them we're going to play the penis game and maybe even perhaps offer a cash prize to the winner. A little incentive. What they do is after we get past, you know, the the slight little whispers of penis, penis, penis. When we get to the point of penis, we pants that person while they say it because everyone's going to look. Dude, I was on a whole nother planet. I thought you were talking about the penis game where you show your dick to each other. Wait, so you were showing your dick at a mini putt-putt course? <laughs> yeah. In the sixth grade? Yeah. That's when waiting came out. <laughs> Dude, I have the worst story. <laughs> I'm going to leave names out for obvious reasons. Yeah, but please leave the names So out. we're getting, we got very into, if you've seen the movie Waiting, basically you show your balls, dick, shaft, in some sort of area, and then you get to kick them in the ass. And 
So if they look, then you're going to kick them in the ass. So me and I'll call them the Andrews. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're playing this game. We got removed from a mini golf course. And we find ourselves back at the hotel, and we just continue to do it. We're getting pretty good at not looking. So, like, you had to get really creative. And so I move a chair <laughs> over to the door of our hotel room, and I know they're coming back soon. And I move the chair over, and I stand at eye level and tuck my balls between my legs. <laughs> and the door opens, and it's my friend... And my friend's dad, right behind <laughs> Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response... So you're just hanging dung? My balls were in between my legs. <laughs> I got them with the goat. <laughs> ...is now dumber for having listened to it. And I've never talked to that I guy I award you again. no points... And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm talking about the penis game where you audibly get louder. So you remember when we played that in the Dickinson <laughs> Library? No wonder why you're like, I don't want to do that in public. It's like, that's the best place to do it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be fucking arrested. I just figured I should remind our loyal listeners out there that this is no brains no headache podcast if you don't like it that's on you for listening to a show called no brains no you know headache. how we don't talk to each other a lot during the week because that didn't come up at all this is not scripted we are just idiots yeah well you tried to pants me the other day and that gave me the idea and then i thought i would supplement that with the penis game where you say penis louder and louder whoever says it's the loudest last wins so, and then I thought of it, we could double the two when we're with our friends and we can rig the system in our favor. And so then when you get to really loud and somebody yells penis, we simultaneously depants them. Everyone looks, they yell penis, they look, it's a penis. They get arrested. Yeah, yeah. The oldest trick in the book. See, the penis game doesn't like ring two as much because I think any of our friends would not, you could be like, hey... Quentin, yell penis as loud as you can, and they would just do it at a certain level of drunkenness. Or what you do, you should do it at, like, if you're attending a sporting event and you're locked into your seats the whole time, because <laughs> then it's like, okay, we're going to play this game. We're also going to be sitting here for the next two to three hours, so. Uh, I mean, I, th I thought we did that at the last uh, Twins game we went to, but the drunkest guys in the stadium were also sitting right next to us. Yeah, those guys were wasted and stoned. And brought their mom to the game. <laughs> Fantastic. Nothing like $37 whiskey Cokes. The only time I played penis game recently is just uh, going out on the river on the pontoon, and when you pass under a bridge, it's echoey. So I've heard plenty of people play the penis game in a very short amount of time. Just during the echoes on the river. Yeah, I mean, that's a good one. I feel like you got to get a little bit more edgy with what you say. And I'm not even going to say what I think it should be on this podcast. Let's move it on. Um, uh, You know how Netflix changed their stupid fucking thing to you have to be like in your household to watch it? I did not know that. So you have to have like your own Wi-Fi. And I don't pay for my own Netflix, but for some reason I can watch it on my phone. 
but I can't watch it on like my TV. And so fun fact, I tried to watch the big short about four times and kept falling asleep on Friday night. I was wasted. Um, but homeless people. <laughs> yes. What yes, are they? Were, what they tried they, to pants me? Yeah. What do they do with their Netflix? Because I remember reading this guy who had a lot of face tattoos on the daily mail. I actually have the article up. He's a heroin addict and he has Netflix and Amazon prime. Logistically, what does this guy do with his Netflix account? What address does he put? And can I put that address for my Netflix account? Face tat guy? Yeah. We are on the same page. I'm about to talk about tats. Tats or tits? Tats. Okay. Um, But at the same point, it's like, what do you do with Netflix? What do you do with... Also, how does a homeless guy get Amazon Prime packages? Dude, a lot of homeless people are on Facebook right now. Blaze being one of them. Yeah, I don't get how Blaze gets by. He was trying to give away a ping pong table the other day on Facebook, and I was like, Blaze, I don't know if you know this, but you don't have a house. <laughs> Why in the hell are you... Yeah, <laughs> whose ping pong table is that? Crawl under that thing, call that home. <laughs> yeah, and a couple blankets, you got yourself a sweet fort. Be comfy. Forts are always comfy. Summertime still. You could live under a ping pong table. How is the vodka, Matt? Dude, it's not great. I put a lot in there. Yeah, because the other day you're like, ooh, I should become like a vodka person. I was like, aren't you already? And you're like, I mean to you know, always have a vodka on me instead of cracking beers or canned products, seltzers. You're going to make mixers. I can already tell you're terrible at it. You need ice. And proper rationing skills. Oh, yeah. It's just... It, not drink out of a bat. That would help. It's tough to gauge the... Market? <laughs> Got about five fingers. We should go play wiffle ball with that, though. Dude, it's... Feel it. It's like a strong one. You trying to get me to relapse already? Day one? Yeah, this got some good grip on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could hit a couple dingers. Mike Punch. I remember last year we were throwing the ball around with your nephew, and you're like, pitch me one. And right before I was about to throw it, you're like, don't throw it in the dirt. I just throw it, and it skips up and drills you in the shin. Yeah. Yeah, last time we did a little pitching practice. I suck at baseball. I would probably still go full catcher's gear. Like if I just. I actually have some. Well, my roommate does. Should we go full catcher's gear? Well, that that was kind of rude of our one of our guests, Jay Flaw, when I was like, "So if I give you, if I get a hundred at bats about against you, how many times am I getting a hit or making it on base?" And he was like, zero. But then part of me thinks that that's a hundred percent true. That you're not getting hit off Jay Flaw. I don't think I get a hit off of a mediocre high school pitcher, if I'm being honest. You couldn't even get a hit off of a joint. Boom, roasted. Damn it, that's a good one. Uh, so, are we moving on? Yeah. Okay. Once again, best transitions in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fights happening recently. Been checking those out. You're about to gamble on a fight, Matt, and you know nothing about the fighters. Do you go with the one with neck tats or no tats? And it, the one with no tats is usually a name you can't pronounce. Uh, probably the 
name you can't pronounce because it probably means he's from like Dagestan and he's a really Could be good a wrestler. She. I actually got this example from two women fighting. For your info, the neck tats one. I don't know. It's I think I'm going neck tats every time. Know nothing about it. You're just hankering for a little gambling. And they're like, I'm going to gamble on this. No idea who these people are. Yeah, they can show you like the height and the reach and the weight and the record or where whatever. I mean, the record has a lot to do with it because if you've been around the game or like you know, there's certain people that are just favored. And in fights, the favored person wins probably 90% of the time. Like it's pretty easy to bet on. Yeah, the neck tats are always favored. They always win. Um, there's one guy who has like face tattoos. His name's Mike Perry. He's awesome, dude. Um, there was one time that he was he his uh walkout song he was in the UFC was the Halo theme song. Oh yeah. And they accidentally put on Halo by Beyonce and he was just like, fuck it, and just started singing along. And everyone became a Mike Perry song at, or fan at that point. What about the most recent Sean O'Malley fight? What, what was that about? That guy's got character. Uh, he is in an open relationship. Love it. Um, I don't know how he weighs 135 pounds because the dude's like six feet tall. But yeah. I think, yeah, it's. Sean O'Malley's great, but if he gets taken down, like if he fights like a Henry Cejudo or one of those wrestling guys, and they can like close the distance and take him down, he's fucked. But yeah, I, I have no idea. But he's he's a classic case of like I heard the name before. I was like, but I don't really know much about this guy. He's got his pink cornrows tatted up, looks like a badass. I'm like, yeah, this guy's definitely gonna win. And Dude, it was so funny. A few moments later. So Sean O'Malley, his, like, get up into the UFC, he was on, like, Dana White's Contender Series, and Snoop Dogg was announcing that one. And this was, like, before he had all, like, the cornrows and stuff. He just had this floppy Jufro. Mm. And he's running in, and uh, Snoop Dogg's just like, we got Lil Dicky fighting next. <laughs> and then he just knocked out this guy. And he was just, it's the funniest like commentary of all time. Cause this guy like Snoop just knows nothing what's going on. But it like Sean O'Malley is a, a star. Like he's going to draw the biggest pay-per-views you can get. Do I think he's the best fighter in the, the division? No. Bantamweight title is all his currently. Yep. Good for him. It's interesting with fights. I just thought, of, like, because of the fight I watched, I'm like, oh, I'll go with neck tats, and neck tats worked Russian, Yugoslavian person or whatever it was rather quickly. Got to go with the tats. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of times about looks, too. I get that. It's all about looks. What kind of vibe are you getting from the fighter? That's what I'm going with. I get more off of name than I do off looks. I'm just a judgmental person. Yeah, I judge the shit out of people. Like when we watch those amateur boxing fights, and it's like, I'll take this guy. But then usually at that point, I'm so drunk that I just want to bet the other guy. So I'm like... Like Kimbo Slice Street fights? Ten bucks on the other guy. Uh, let's move into Facebook Marketplace, shall we? We've got a lot of really weird ones. Where do we start? Um... 
Is it the kayak one? Or did we talk about the, yeah, skid steer loader? We, we didn't talk about anything last week. We had no Facebook marketplace last week. Is it this one? Oh, yeah. All right. Very rare. Oh, yeah, Facebook marketplace. Uh, we get very entertained from this social media platform, all the ridiculous things people are posting. It may not be Facebook marketplace, but something similar. The show's all about open for interpretation. I found one that was a very rare 1970s three-wheeler. Runs and rides perfectly. This thing has a gas tank held on by a bungee cord. <laughs> it looks like a lunchbox, not a gas tank. More That would be more accurate. Looks like some sort of water feeder for cattle. And, yeah, it looks pretty rough. Um, getting the vibe of Dumb and Dumber, Harry and Lloyd, except it's a three-wheeler. It's... It looks so shitty. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how this thing runs. 800 OBO. Hmm. You can damn near buy a brand new one. What would be your one. offer? I would give him $50 and not anything more. Because I would take it to the scrapyard and hope I get more than $50. We got a couch. But look at look at the light on that bike. It is literally like a USB. It's like a camping light. Yeah. With the lunchbox gas tank, which as I'm looking is zip tied on. Excuse me. Not a bungee, a zip tie. It, that's worse. And it sits in between your legs. Like it is just exposed. Uh, the next one was I sent you free U-Haul, very comfy couch, both kickouts. Work perfectly, lots of tears, but can easily be covered up with a couch cover. Going to the dump at the end of the week if no one wants it. Yeah, this thing is torn apart. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of feral cats had rough sex with this couch. One of the seats appeared to be a very large man's spot. Yep. It is torn apart. He died there. Yeah. Still have the stains and everything. But the thing is, I saw this exact same couch when I was driving, and it was sitting outside, and it had free written on like a huge cardboard sign, and it rained earlier that day. It's also downpouring. Yep. So, not only if maybe if the couch was salvageable, like if you got like sixty pounds of free leather and someone to do all the labor for you and new cushioning, at that point, just buy a new couch. Is what I'm getting at. It's covered in mold. Somebody found a kayak along Highway 1804 south of town. They want them to personally message you to them to identify. If a kayak flew off of a car, I'm willing to bet that that kayak is not They're water big. navigable again. Not their best priority either. We also have an extremely rare, uh, a progressive range, a little oven thing. In all the years this has been in our family, we have never seen another one like it. $3,825. It also looks like it weighs about 1,200 pounds. I would say it's at least 2,000 pounds. That is all cast iron. And it's like a cook stove that you put a wood fire in and then you literally put shit on top of it to cook. Here's a wild idea. 
Get a goddamn oven for $50 off of Facebook Marketplace. From 1892. Why? And it has those little, like... Yeah, it even has little iron things on top. To get the stove things off, you need a crowbar. Yeah. I, I hate people so much. If it's extremely rare, why wouldn't you take it to like a collector or sell it to the not Facebook? Because they want someone to come move it out of their house. Yes, it's no, prob- I know, Matt. These people aren't tricking me. Uh, next one. Yeah. <laughs> Gaming monitor. Matt, why are they asking for only cash, no other payment method? Drugs. Okay. Yeah, this Short person answer, wants to buy drugs. drugs. Like, it's a gaming monitor, and they didn't even wipe off the back of it. It's covered in dust. Angel dust. <laughs> Might as well finish it up. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Someone, this was yesterday. This is... Bismarck to a T. Lost my snake last night somewhere in downtown Bismarck. She crawled out of my big cargo shorts pocket. She's a female about two feet long, is pearl, very docile and loving. If you find her, please let me know. My son and I are heartbroken. Uh, first off, why do you have a pet snake? Number two, why are you carrying it around in your cargo shorts? Just imagine being in downtown. I would I would lose my shit. My son is heartbroken, as am I. Yeah, your son might live a little bit longer because you no longer have a fucking snake in your house. I don't get it, Matt. I don't get a lot of things. Well, that's our episode 167, No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to bring back pantsing. Jordan goes sober. Matt gets drunker. We'll be back next week with episode 168, another week closer to No Brains, No Headache Comedy Night 5. Maybe announce uh, some of our acts for that. Then we'll be doing the Olympics, pre-planning the Olympics, mainly because we forgot to do it this week. We're going to do the Olympics of... Instagram models should be an interesting one. Really looking forward to it. Open for interpretation as always. Matt, how can our loyal listeners get more connected? Just follow us on all social medias that you have. We are on all of them at NBNH Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. And you can leave us a review on Apple. Someone left us a one-star review last week, and I want to know who it is because I'm going to murder them. We will hunt them down. This is a freestyle off the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow to the place I shoot like Carmelo. I'm living my life and we go hard. Floating on the river in a party barge. And I see you on a sea dude. Your shirt was white and it was see-through Please use your spray, no mosquitoes Every time you found me, it's a free throw Hey girl, why you calling me? I said, oh, please don't bother me I'm so sick of apologies That's so damn appalling to me But last night was the best night That I have ever lived Then I woke up all choked up And realized it was a fib